0: Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read As I read it, there's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do the review Stick it up on on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to Did I say I do a review? I can't remember Anyway, joining me today is uh, uh, Juliana, say hello Juliana
1: Hello everyone And this
0: is um, a book that you've not read I actually, that's two haven't. books in a row now, and also
1: I don't even know what book it is. Well,
0: here's the thing: at the end of the last podcast, I said, "Oh, there's this new book that's come out. Oh, there's the new book that I'm going to read. Is uh, yeah. uh, is a kind of a short book?" And I said, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to read it, and then." um and then uh, I'll say tell you if you should read it or not. And then you read it and then we can do the podcast about it together.
1: Okay, obviously that didn't work quite like that. Here's the
0: thing. I think me telling you about the book and seeing if you think you should read it or not yeah. is the podcast. Okay. So this is the podcast. All right. You know what I mean?
1: But you finished the book.
0: I finished the book. All right. The, the book is called Piranesi. Uh, piranesi Piranesi by uh, Susanna Clark. a little okay. bit of background on Susanna Clark. This yep. is one of my longest recommended books that i've never read is her first novel or her previous novel. I think she, this is only her second ever novel okay
1: which one is and that one
0: it's called um Mr. No, no Jonathan Strange and Mr norrell okay and, um it came out in like two thousand and five two thousand and six actually I could just literally look at the website web page that's open in front of me um. Oh no, where is it. It's here. Uh, it, this book came out in uh, two thousand four. First published in two thousand four. Now this is this mm-hmm. was uh, uh, a, ve- a very highly rated book by many people. I remember when I was on the uh, on the um, uh, absolute Africa, or when we were on the absolute Africa trip. Yeah. There is this. Uh, uh, th- there was some people on there, and one of the people on that trip was sort of like I think at the end or, or at some point. Maybe it was when, when we were doing this boat party when we were down in uh, Lake Malawi or whatever it was. Um, they said uh, someone said uh i think you had to sort of like say one thing to each person it was some kind of game and they said someone says you should read this book mr uh, jonathan strange and mr Noel. and i was like oh yeah i've heard about that even at the time i was like yeah okay. i've heard about that book okay. and uh it's been recommended to me before um this book was recommended to you by interzone that's what goodreads tells me here mm-hmm. um so, so other people so this is a very very highly recommended book and lots Have of people you read can- it since then? No, because it's like 900 pages long and it's oh. a fantasy book set in Dickensian style, um, you know, Victorian English, uh, England. Okay. And it's about, you know, some fantasy story, magic, magic world and stuff. Ah. At the time I, I I heard it called like, um, uh, you know, Harry Potter, but for adults. I um, might check
1: that out. That sounds really
0: interesting. It's 900 pages long.
1: Doesn't matter. I've read books this big it's its
0: a chunky book I
1: travelled with books this the big
0: re- the, pretty much the only reason <laughs> I've not read it is because every time I get to it I'm like oh 900 pages and the rating used to be higher and now the rating has gone down to 3.82 which is still a very good rating but you can see people people get into it and uh, it's one of those you, you love it and it's your favourite book your favourite fantasy story ever and you keep coming back to it or it's just too long and too much and All right. you don't get through M-
1: it. I might check out on the library maybe if it's on the library app All right. it, I might check Pick that's not the
0: book we're reviewing today. Okay. It's However, not. when I was looking at Goodreads, it seems like every single person who had written anything about Pyrenees was sort of like, "Oh, it's nothing like this book. It, yeah. it's the, you know, the writing is just as good. It's another fantasy story. You know." Yeah. But every single person was mentioning um, <laughs> Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Oh, no. What?
1: Every, every person mentioned that it's different it, Even if they that mentioned
0: one. that the writing was just as good or it's just a good fantasy or even it could even be set in the same world or, you know, all these mm. different kind of things. I just thought I'd start off my review in the same way that literally every single other person on Goodreads did, which is also mentioning Susan Clark's, Su- sorry, Susanna Clark's previous novel, but I've not read it. But it, it has always <laughs> been on my radar. It's been sitting in my to read uh, <laughs> list from here, you know, for, for, for a long time. Oh, no, maybe not. It's not been in my, it's been on my radar for a long time. Okay. Anyway, okay. Piranesi. The reason I'm reading this book okay. is because um, this year there's the there's the Hugo Awards and the Nebula Awards. Yes, and um, as every year, yeah, and uh, and I I always look at those those uh, lists of novels and mm-hmm. go, ah, what would be the book that came out this year that I would put on there and sort of like grumble about it and then get really annoyed when you know Lady Astronaut novel wins or whatever, um, <laughs> a book which I dislike suddenly gets until all the hype.
1: you read a book that's worse. Than, than well, the actual. It, astronaut it, does, books. Happen. it, it does, does happen. It does
0: happen. It does. So there was a book which appeared on both lists. <gasps> and it is um, Network Effect by Martha Wells. Um, oh. <laughs> There is another book which appears on <laughs> good, both lists. Good, good
1: joke, good joke. Good and that joke.
0: is *The City We Became* by N.K. Jemison, which I had a look at. Not interested in it. Okay, it's a fantasy book uh, mm. set in New York, and the different boroughs of New York have different characters. I like New York, but it's I'm not that interested in that kind of thing. And N.K. Jemison, very good writer. Yes, but um, I'm not really interested in um, urban fantasy in that way, even if it's by a really good writer. Mm. And there was a there was a, a another book which appeared on all of the uh, on both lists. And that is the Black Sun by Rebecca Rowenhorse, mm-hmm. uh, Rowenhorse, and uh, I looked up that. Not interested in that either. But okay. there was a book which I was interested in, and that was the the other book which uh, is, appears on both lists, and that is Pyrenees by Susanna Clark. Okay. And um,
1: so, just one question for me: that? if 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 so many books yeah. appear on both lists yeah. What makes them different? I mean, why do you need two? Why, if, if because the
0: Nebula Award is where? voted for by other science fiction and fantasy authors, okay, and the Hugo Award is a f- voted on by readers of science fiction and fantasy.
1: Okay, so. so then that does it all uh, happen often that the books well, like overlap. overlap? Yeah, there so is there's much. often
0: quite a overlap at the, at the Okay, and and the thing is, like I say, I I I, re- I reckon the reason why uh, Network Effect by Martha, Martha Wells won the Nebula Award this year mm. is because it's the only science fiction book. Nebula, it's like it, it doesn't have to all be fantasy, but mm. Black Sun, Midnight Bargain, or well, actually I think there is Mexican Gothic, The City We Became in Peronese, they're not science fiction books, and it's meant mm. to be like a science fiction, or, or it's generally considered to be a science fiction award. But of course, fantasy is often making the list and and being rewarded.
1: I never quite understand why it's all, all, not always, but often put together in one thing. And I just... I mean,
0: at the start of the Science Fiction Book Review podcast, I didn't review the fantasy books that I read. And now I do, even Mm. though I'd say for every... For every twenty or thirty science fiction books, I probably read five fantasy books. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm I definitely go more towards um, science fiction by default, but I'll, I enjoy fantasy and stuff with magic and yeah. things like that. Okay. All right. So all of this to say is that this is a, a double a double nominated book. I don't think it will win either of these two. I think Network Effect will get probably get the uh, the, the double Hugo this year. as well. The, okay. the Hugo as well this year. It's,
1: it's good. I I've been reading it. I'm now on the I'm now on the way List for the, uh, the book. seventh yeah. book or whatever,
0: and and that's why I think it's went because it's got this built in like if you're going to be like ah oh, I'm going to release a novel and it's going to win a Hugo and a Nebula uh-huh. to build up to it with like lots of these short stories yeah. and novellas perfect but, like leading up to it so the first one that's nominated is the one that comes with all the fan base yeah. you know of like course. the other one here is it's the relentless clever. moon which is the Mary Robin at cow oh maybe that's why I was talking about the Lady Astronaut yes. book which uh, I don't think won a, a Hugo oh maybe it did but again that's the third book in a series mm. and. It, it, like, yeah it's, you're
1: building up You keep, No no
0: like, But I'm saying Other people have already had A chance to vote for her mm. In the past And they're like Ah oh, book three Well I voted for book one or oh, I two. She doesn't need my vote Yes. Whereas Martha Wells is coming in And this is the first time That she could be voted for In the best novel category In mm. the Hugo's All the Nebulas Anyway I'm going to close those down Because that's Again It's not the reason I'm not reading this Because I wanted to read A Nebula award winning book I'm just saying It caught my eye Yes Because it appeared on both lists uh, When I was and looking this
1: at has obviously had some you had some interaction with a book even though you didn't read it
0: (laughs) also there's the incomparable podcast uh they're splitting up there normally they do one episode where they discuss all of the books on one of these lists and this time they're like actually let's do it over three episodes we don't all have to read like seven books for what in like building up to one episode yeah and uh, so i wanted to read Pyrenees before they get to it in in their discussion as well okay okay um so moving on um,
1: Pyrenees. where's where is Sus- Susanna Clark from
0: Susanna Clark is from she was born in Nottingham in 1959 okay um, here's the thing mm. The the blurb of this book starts off. Pyrenees' house is no ordinary building. Its rooms are infinite, its corridors endless, its walls are lined with thousands upon thousands of statues, each one different from all the others. And I'm like, All right, that's all I need to know. And that's the only part of the blurb that's that's all I read of the blurb going into it. Okay. Because straight away, two things were brought to mind. Actually, three things, because there's there's a there's what? Sorry. What did he say? Portals. Portals? Well No. 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 Okay. Portals didn't come to mind. I'll I'll tell okay. the, story, the three things that come to mind. <laughs> One is Perineese. And Perineese uh, is, is a Is what? Do you know, if I say Piranesi, not this book, but do, does that nope. name conjure anything up to me? To me, I know him as an Italian artist. Okay. And, he, and he drew uh, pictures of Rome. And uh, I will now open a, a, a page of his images. Do you see these images? You will recognize these images. It's almost impossible not to recognize these images, these Im- um, imaginary prisons that he has here. Do you okay. recognize this at all? I don't. You'll recognize this one, the round tower, with all these staircases and a tower. It's And the no. staircases don't always lead things. It's like Escher was copying this guy. Guy, when he did you know those staircases yes, sta- which all that kind of stuff
1: i ha- don't think i've ever seen the grand
0: piazza you- you've never seen these like you know when when they're doing all of the uh, like all of modern views of uh, architecture and fantasy things like it's mm. all it's all this this is it like okay, the smoking fire cool. you no, see them it,
1: that is some I learned something new. I don't think I have anyway Giovanni
0: Giov- Giovanni Battista Piranesi is the guy so I recognize that name of Piranesi okay um, so let's cool. close that down as well another thing that um, came to mind we, we, was here was uh, um, it is no ordinary building its rooms are infinite it's Corridor's Endless. And I um, thought of a few different things. Mm-hmm. Um, the, first of all, there's this part of, uh, I think it's the Otherland, you know, the, um, yeah. do, do you remember that? Is yeah. there a, a place in there where they go into this thing where it's like an infinite city? Mm. And then that brought to mind, I was like, oh, that's probably based on the the place that they go to in the first Narnia book, but not the first Narnia book, the, the chronologi- internal chronologically, chronologically, the first book in the Narnia sequence, if you read them in internal chronological order which is The Magician's Nephew. Okay. And... Sure,
1: I've never read... Any of them
0: don't read that one first because it assumes that you've you already read-, read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is, is, is the, the best first, introduction the, to the, the to, ent- yeah, entry into the entry point. Okay. And as soon as you read that, yeah, you can go back and go, oh, where, where did you know? What, where did that lamppost come from? Why is there a talking lion? Who is the wicked witch? You know, what are the humans doing? You know, and this is a cool book that goes, all right, and it's all these all these things that like lead up to you know what? Why Narnia is like Narnia? Right. Um, why do the animals speak and all that kind of stuff? This okay. is, but it makes no sense if you just. If you read Read it, read, it. Yeah. read it by itself. Okay. And thinking of Narnia, I looked at the front cover and here is uh this uh and large enlarged cover and it's got this fawn on there. Like yeah. a guy playing a flute, he's got goat legs and big ears. Yes. And um
1: And he's on a pedestal. Yeah,
0: and one of the main characters in uh, in in the Narnia in the Line the Witchman wardrobe is a fawn. You know, oh, okay. when, when they go over first meet up with um I was going to say Mr. Higgins. Actually, I don't know what it is. I can't remember the the fawn's name. It would come back to me. Now, I grew up reading um, Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe and all the Narnia books. Right. And because uh, we had the box set, you know, seven books. Okay. Um, and the, it, C.S. Lewis is a Christian author, and we were a Christian family growing mm. up, and so of course fits. Narnia that, it fits that's perfectly. Good fit. Yeah. Um, C.S. Books Lewis. Books you can
1: give your children knowing. Yeah, <laughs> very
0: English author. um yeah. Very accessible fantasy, and all sprinkled in with loads of um, Christian messaging mm. and morals. Yeah, you know, morals, but and also just like retelling Bible stories yeah. and other things like, like that. Just stories kind of you know but in a, in a good way i mean yeah. again i haven't read these books since i was maybe 12 13 14 15 okay um but they thinking about it now the narnia books pretty much my introduction into any kind of fantasy reading at yeah. all. like i read those books before any any books you Yeah. Know, these days it would people would be reading um harry potter yeah. back in the day you would read you'd, you'd start off with the lion the witch and the wardrobe you'd then go on and read the hobbit and then from there from there onwards yes so this book i was immediately like ah Pyrenees! that's the like the look of it and then this endless city and then this kind of thing i was like ah this is where we go into it so i downloaded the audiobook narrated by uh chewital edufour Ooh. Uh, who's a, you know, movie yeah. movie star, TV star, actor guy, yeah. does a fantastic job, really impressed. Yeah. Sometimes okay. when they're like, hey, we've got this big name Hollywood actor to it's come like, in and read the book. Nyeh. And you're like, yeah, good. But tell you what, next time, just get a professional audiobook narrator. This guy, really, really yeah. good. Okay. Um, he does, yeah, just the, the his, I don't know, he's really good acting. And this yes. is a book which kind of needs, needs acting, the acting. Okay. more than just reading because it's all first person yeah. narrative.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of when I um, I got the Otherland um, I got a few books to read, and i also got um, the German audio play yeah. with German actors oh, in yeah. it. And I think that definitely uh, elevated yeah. the the Otherland uh, story telling oh, right. because it's yes. so so much also with acting. Yeah, I, there's know, a lot going on. Different yeah. characters, and and so you can give them their own voices with the with the actors. So that that worked really well for me at that point. I. Yeah. Now I just had a a message. Yes, uh, Juliana is baking bread. bread. You Uh go and
0: make some bread. I'm going to press pause here. Go for it. I just showed Juliana a picture of Chan, uh, the endless city from The Magician's Nephew. Like the, the picture that is literally in my mind. Like oh, when, you, right. when you look at it. And it you see does. that that's, that's very much <laughs> looks like the... Uh, the Pyrenees the, 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 P- sketches. Yeah. Images of the prisons and stuff like that. Because it's like, a, it's like an etching, like a, a sketch kind of thing. Yeah. With two children in the middle of it. All right. So I said that uh, all, of this thing, all of these things were in my brain. And then so I started the audiobook to Edufor's voice came out and he reads the epigraph and it's, oh, he, he reads the epigraph and it starts like this. I am a great scholar. The magician. The magician. The adept. The adept. Who is doing the experiment. Uh-huh. Of course, I need subjects to do it on. The magician's nephew so the uh-huh. book then begins uh-huh. with a quote from a character like the magician from the magician's nephew at the opening book like i'm right. a great scholar yeah um i'm need... doing experimenting i need someone to experiment on oh. the magician's nephew and then i'm like all oh, right and so um, knowing this immediately <laughs> bits, bits fell into of place stuff clipped in my head which again wouldn't work with everyone like with this me. doesn't with it with, wouldn't work, wouldn't, wouldn't, with, work with you at all so here you go. What do you think? Do you think this book would be a book for you? It's got a fawn, uh, uh, Narnia references, Endless City, and uh, let, Let's Go.
1: Well, I just would get, dif- I would get different things out of this book yeah, than you would. Yeah, totally. Um, and um, fawns, like I never watched, for example, the movie The Labyrinth. Yeah. No, not The Labyrinth. The the one with the, not The Labyrinth, the, the, the other one, the, uh, the... the Spanish... The Spanish... The Spanish one? Yeah.
0: Oh, Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's
1: Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, yes. I've, okay. never I've never watched that I've never seen when, it either.
0: Um, Look, I'm not saying... that The fawn isn't... There's not... I don't want to give it away. There's not a fawn in this book. There's, okay. But there's lots of statues. You know, it, a statue, there's a statue yeah. of
1: fawn. I, 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 would, I would just read it like uh, oblivious. Yeah. I wouldn't recognise... Like I would look at this picture and other things would come to my mind, the books that I've read as a child and that my mum gave me to read. Um, But certainly not Narnia because I haven't even seen the movies.
0: But this is the thing, me going into this book, like I think if you go into it not knowing the, or, not, or not even recognizing the Narnia reference, I think there's actually more mystery here. Yeah. But that quote, that epigraph at the start, just knowing about Narnia and knowing about the magician's nephew and hearing that quote at the start, I'm like, that is, it, it's putting so much in my mind that later on when stuff is revealed, yeah. it's not a revelation. Okay.
1: Because you already you had a taste you have a a tickle yeah Yeah. and there's
0: nothing wrong with that it's done very well okay and I'm not saying oh I knew what was going to happen I didn't know what was going to happen okay but like the stuff that like the setup seems a bit like oh this is a bit like dreamlike and all this weird stuff yeah, uh, like it's like oh, what's really going on here? And I'm like, well, he's in a, he's in like a Narnia world. He's in like the world which is like Narnia, but Chan isn't Narnia. It's like another alternate world. Earth is one world, mm-hmm. and Narnia is another world, and Chan this is um, another is, is another world, and yeah. you can get to them all via the you know the um, wardrobe. No. Oh. You can get to them all. <laughs> I don't need to explain it too much. You get there's an overworld, and you can uh, you can go into. As a, it's kind
1: of like a hub. Oh yeah, there's a hub
0: world. Okay, let me just say that there's a hub world, and you. I'm not going to don't need to explain that the Narnia mythos completely, but there's a hub, and you can come out of one world and go into another world. Right. And different things. You know, different things can connect yeah. over them. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can you don't have to go through the hub world, but there is a hub world. Okay. Uh, that you you it's possible to go through. Okay so anyway that's the book the book is uh it's, it's a there's a there's a way through to another world mm-hmm. and uh and it tells the story of a character who isn't named he doesn't name himself but somebody else in the book the other because he's he's uh writing this journal he says the other because there's only one other person in this oh, abandoned city and oh so
1: it's a a, a journal like yeah it's a
0: journal kind of thing style a journal style thing like okay. everything is sort of like on the fifth day of the sixth month of the year that the albatrosses came to the southern halls you know okay he's not using a uh, normal not our, uh, not, timeline. not our timeline okay he he comes up with his own years do you know it's a he it's definitely a he um okay uh, the so he uh, there is one other person mm-hmm. that he talks to he goes and visits twice a week and he call, he calls that person the other mm-hmm. and the other calls uh, calls uh, him Pyrenees, and he's sort of like, oh. is that my name? He's like, no, but it's a, it's a fun name. It's got a, it's, you know, it's a fun name to give you. And I'm like, ah, okay, bit nail on the head. Then, yeah. then n- character mm. who he goes and visit, we do actually discover his name mm-hmm. later on. Mm-hmm just reusing a name from a, a character from the Narnia books and I'm like all right bit, okay. a bit, a, a, oh, bit, okay. a, bit, okay. a bit nail on, on the, the head on the you know like hit the nail on it a mm. bit on the nose you mm. could say mm. um he says oh I go and hang out underneath my favorite statue and the favorite statue of his happens to be a fawn uh you know this uh, little goat, goat <laughs> uh, man thing. Yeah. so again lots of this stuff in there um, when,
1: when you say stuff like that, I always have in my head mm-hmm. that these stories yeah. are always or often stories to deal with trauma. And so I think, OK, if you visit somebody twice a, a week, you're probably visiting a doctor. Uh,
0: no, it's more than that. Again, okay, So here's the thing. Okay. The setup of the book, and this is pretty interesting to me. Mm. is we were talking about how unsatisfying um, project hail mary was in the construction of the story that someone has amnesia yes. and as the book goes on he happens to remember more Everything things right as we at go the through right time. but then if he'd have just looked up on his you know copy of every document that's ever been published in the entire world or in the English language yes. um or uh, you know th- he has the entire wikipedia he could just look up what he needs to know there yeah. right away yeah Weirdly enough, Piranesi, for me, has, I wouldn't say the same problem, but it approaches the same problem in a way, Mm -hmm. in in a different way. He's writing a journal, Mm -hmm. but he has massive amounts of amnesia. Mm -hmm. um, And he doesn't remember things, but some things he does remember, but he doesn't remember coming from the real world, like our Earth world. He just happens to find himself there and he thinks he's always lived there. Yeah but he's got 10 books or journals with his entire backstory in
1: oh okay
0: but he doesn't read his journals he just writes in his journals and hmm. then later on, he's like, "Oh, I, I could probably find this out by looking up in my journal." And he goes back and looks <laughs> it up, and so we revealed all the backstory of what he's doing there and everything that's happened in the past and all the different people that he knows. He's yes. hearing these names and going, "Who's that?" And he looks up at the index because he has an index for his journal. He looks up in the index, I'm okay. like, um, "Oh, uh, you need to look up the, uh, the day of, you know, or oh, this 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 day in this diary." And then he goes back and reads that, and then that becomes part of the normal journal. Now,
1: see, that's one thing that. I immediately stumble across that's yeah. very handy if you happen to work your like it's it's quite a work to do to write an index for your journals like yeah. I remember one one thing that I did uh, in my uh, university days I got asked to help out with um, making an index yeah. for an for for a uh, word document for yeah. documents for four books or five books
0: I think it was a, it was a four or book seven, yeah uh, what, I think it was like, a four book series and the fifth book was the index the, yes exactly
1: and but it was an electronic thing yeah have you ever looked through paper pages and then yep. making
0: some people that their up Okay. It is explained in the book. I don't need to give it away or right. anything like that. I'm just saying that's it. Indexing But in this your case, journals. in this oh. case, the reason he has amnesia isn't because he's woken up from a four-year induced coma. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, he got knocked on the head. It's magic.
1: Oh, magic.
0: Yeah, magic. Yeah. Cool. It's a, it's a fantasy story. It's a it's a story about. So going, somebody
1: gave him amnesia, like uh, like. Like, yeah, don't need to don't need to talk it. about it it's
0: quite okay. clear so anyway okay. here's the setup for the book yeah. somebody in an endless world is yeah. living there yeah. and the book is about him working out his own backstory and discovering the you know the different characters that led him to be there okay. and then why his memory is gone and also lots of and other stuff and his function in- and his function in the yeah. book yeah so that's it do you want
1: to read the book? Uh, I I don't know. I'm not particularly grabbed by anything of yeah. it yet.
0: Personally, I don't think this is a book for you.
1: Okay, that's and that's a why pity.
0: that's it's not a bad book. Yeah. I actually think it's a very very good book
1: mm. for
0: someone weirdly not like not me mm-hmm. and also not you. <laughs> Because it's this, it's a, okay. it's an overly, well, I wouldn't say overly, it's intentionally. And this is, again, this is where people are going to come down and go, oh, I can't believe you hated the book. I didn't hate the book. I actually, I actually very much enjoyed.
1: Yeah. I can see that you, you're smiling A lot at me. of the book. I enjoyed yeah.
0: a lot of the book. Yeah. But overall, it wasn't as, for me, it was more like, ah, oh, this is really good writing mm-hmm. and Chiwetel 4 has got a really nice voice yeah. and, and it's a short book it's like a six hour audio book and I knew oh, that it wasn't nice. going to take me too long to get through yeah another thing that I enjoyed was it's got a very dreamlike quality like he's forgetting mm. things he doesn't remember things like yeah. we're reading we're, for some reason we're starting at this point in the diary mm-hmm. or in his journal for no reason like we could just start if we'd have started at the start of the journal it would be a different story because it would be the the normal alternate uh dimension book where someone yeah. is sort of like oh what's going on here oh it's a lot. this Person thinks there's magic. That person, they, oh, nobody believes the magic. Oh, is there magic? You know, like, yeah. And we do get some of that later on. But and in, in this case, it's from the point of view of someone who doesn't know that they're in. They don't know that they're in the magic realm, and the right. real world is over here. Yeah. Other characters in this book, if we'd have been told their story from their point of view, mm. it would be much more like the magician's nephew, where they're like, oh, I'm going into this place for the first time and exploring it. Right. Um. If you took from the point of other characters, they'd be like, oh, what's this stuff going on here? Like straight in the very opening of the book, we hear about this like cult leader figure kind of person. You're like, yeah. oh, from that point of view, for these people who were like disappearing, we hear about these disappearing people. Okay. Again, in, in the opening chapter, we also know that there's like uh, bones of uh, people around. Uh. So we so we know that this uh, uh that it's it's not all um it's not all uh, happy above board. Yes, it's not all happy. <laughs> huh. So what I'm saying is that, but there's a very dreamlike quality. To it. And it
1: reminds uh, me again when you well, say this, this is kind of a how, how I felt with other land. Yeah. It always had this kind of like, yeah. I mean that also added well, again, with the, the yeah, way it was. The opening presented. of that
0: book, you're, mm. you're following Paul Jonas. Is it Paul Jonas yeah. in, in that book? Yeah. Who's a character who's like in the trenches in the First World yeah. War, and then he goes over the trench and he falls into a hole, and there's suddenly an uh, emu, uh, and a, there's a feather, and he follows the feather, yes. and he goes into into the he, greenhouse. He, yeah, he goes goes into um,
1: some some. No, bird no, he goes into is... Alice in
0: Wonder. I think he ends up in an Alice in Wonderland. oops oh, excuse me, uh, well, an Alice in Wonderland thing. My chair. If it sounds like a farted it was my chef yeah. uh <laughs> alice in wonderland you know and they're going through these like you know in these uh, of course that's all um uh, uh, virtual reality yes in Otherland by tad williams is the book we were talking about that we we read the city of golden shadow the, yeah. both of us read that there's another yeah. four books in that series Yes.
1: and i i stopped at some point which yeah. is a pity yeah but I would could, have lost...
0: You, you could pick that up. If you read the Wikipedia page of that first book, the plot yeah. summary, and then start the next book, that's yeah. all you need. You yeah, know, yeah, you'll yeah. pick back up to it. But the whole point of that, it feels very dreamlike. He's like, oh, I don't know where I am. Yes. And you're I mean, it literally is so,
1: ca- dreamlike.
0: Yeah and so that's what happens in this and I read it and falling asleep and then was dreaming it and I, t- I <gasps> talked to you about this uh, didn't I, I yes, oh, it was so weird because there's stuff happening in the audiobook and then I'm falling asleep and dreaming and I'm continuing on and I was like I think there was a point in the book where he didn't have shoes and then he was looking for shoes and he didn't want to go somewhere because he didn't have shoes and then I was there and also Roger Federer was there and we were saying hey Roger Federer you're, you're, the, you're uh, uh, possible, the, the, the tennis, tennis is on at the moment." and I was like yeah you did, Roger you like own or you've oh, sponsored or invested in a in a running shoe company do you have any spare shoes and he wasn't taking the you know all this weird stuff and then i woke up and i was like wait how much of that was in this book so
1: certainly not roger federer the
0: dream like dream like quality of the 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 book i actually enjoyed yes um a book it reminded me uh, of another 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 book which it reminds me so much of is flowers for algernon by daniel Keyes. is it yeah and in that book uh, there is somebody. Kings, Keys. I Keys. Kings. Daniel. I, I could just uh, look Kings. it up here. Here we go. Flowers. Uh, yeah, Daniel Keyes. Keyes. It is Daniel Keyes, yes. Mm. Flowers at Algernon, a, a very highly rated book. I gave it 4.75 stars. Yes. Uh, and the reason for that is if you don't know that story, it's about somebody who is has mental di- learning difficulties, mentally challenged. He gets this experimental um, uh, treatment on him, which accelerates his brain, and he slowly gets more and more intelligent as the book goes on. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and spoiler, at the end of the book, he regresses back into his original level of intelligence and goes and lives in asylum in upstate New York. Yeah. Or over on Long Island. I don't know where it is. Um, And it's a it's a book which makes me it's, cry every time yeah. I read it. And because <laughs> it's an incredible reading experience. It is. Partly because it's an unreliable narrator. Hmm. At some points, the narrator knows a lot less than you do. Yeah. But they're sort of like, oh, yeah, this doctor told me to keep a journal and here's my journal. And you're like, oh, oh, you poor thing. And then he gets more and more and he reaches your level of intelligence. And then he goes beyond it and then comes back to your level of Mm -hmm. intelligence and then drops way below it. And as he goes through those steps of like remembering things and not remembering things and it's it's devastating, it's like done... And um, Pyrenees plays a similar trick to that in that it's a very unreliable narrator who mm-hmm. has got this like magical amnesia all the time. And he's describing situations. But we all, uh, me as a reader, let me put it this way, me as a reader, I always know like eight things that he doesn't know. Right. But the way that he's writing it. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, Flowers and Algernon, it's science fiction. It's sort of like, what if there's a scientific cure? Which is it? But it's kind of magical as well. It's like a magical journey. Yes. This book is purely magical, which makes the why isn't he remembering this? And why when he re, why why is it this time he's remembering? Like, why now does he remember yeah. it? And there's, yeah. there's no set rules, which is great. It's very dreamlike, but uh, it doesn't it didn't it didn't get me in the same way like it made me think of flowers and algernon the whole time but mm, all i was thinking was you didn't was, get that all i was thinking is why am i having no emotional response mm. to this this same the same techniques and the same tricks and the kind of oh, sometimes yeah, because the same you're journey
1: conscious about them
0: no i'm conscious about flowers for algernon if i read flowers for the algernon
1: yes but it's it's done in in this way i don't know
0: yeah, I've I have re- read and reviewed Flowers and Elgin twice on the Science Fiction Book Review podcast. Yes, I, I gave it once f- with me. Yeah, once with you, and uh, yeah, I think I gave it a, like a five star rating or whatever. Mm. Like it's a very moving book. Yeah, um, and uh, and
1: I can see by just by thinking about it, you you get the emotional response. Yeah, yeah.
0: because it it moved me. Pyreneesi. Like I always felt like I was on the edge yeah, Of reading yeah. A book Which I would be like Five stars Yeah of course Because it's You know It's it's playing it written, has the, the fantasy world mm. It's going this way the, the whole thing about memory Is great Like it's, it's The writing is beautiful Like the situation Is interesting And everything about it Is like Oh This could be five stars mm. But all it ever made me do Was think about Other things that I've read Which haven't even done it better Like no better or worse Mm. although in this case i think flowers from algernon does it it's not even trying to do the same thing so i can't say it's trying to do the same thing better yeah i'm just like it uh, i was like why is it that i'm not connecting with this main character Mm -hmm. and why is it that this story isn't connecting with me and i think it's kind of linked in that the story wasn't connecting me because it felt like too much was artificial Again, yeah. it's magic. I don't mind magic. But I wasn't getting a sense of wonder from the magic. Yeah. I was getting a sense of like, oh, come on, just let him start remembering stuff. Because I've already worked like loads of this out already. And if you hadn't have like, reused the character names from Narnia books, um, I, w- I might not have been so sure about what would be the outcome of the book. Yeah. But like 20% of the way through the book, I'm like... I kind of get what's happened here. Yeah. And then I had 80% of the rest of the book listening to Chiotel Four reading to me beautiful languages and his beautiful voice, but <laughs> never really, it never took me to an, the next level. Okay,
1: Is this a young adult book?
0: No, it's, it is very, very much not a young adult book. Okay. It is a book for people who want a book which isn't which is got like 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 this which, smattering of literariness and uh, dreamlikeness and weirdness and kind of postmodernist kind of like oh it's an endless library of like uh, all of this you know i don't want to go too much into it because like I, I i haven't you know i haven't said what the story is or revealed anything about this except like this this you know what i situation. went into, the situation and what i went into it with that yeah. is someone who doesn't remember the past exploring endless Caverns of an endless city with lots of stuff going on. Yeah. Like, well, not lots of stuff going on, but lots of things to explore.
1: You know what um, this book does to me? What? I want to continue reading Otherland.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's kind <laughs> of it. Maybe not kind of it. But <laughs> yeah, it's. I know, and <laughs> okay. I'm. I enjoyed it. Like for me, this is a solid, like three and a half, even or maybe even a four star book. Hmm. But it. Oh, put it this way. If I had, I don't even want to say expectations because it wasn't even expectations. It was sort of like, oh, this reminds me of this. Like this, the name, like the name Piranesi, and the yeah. and the front cover Narnia references made me think of something. Yeah,
1: maybe it because the book itself. I mean, this is done consciously. This is done. Yeah, yeah. Intentionally. You don't do that by mistake. And and sometimes you want hints. You do want hints to these intentions, mm. but you don't want them literally in your face, maybe. No, but I, I
0: it isn't in your face. It's but, not, it doesn't, it doesn't, like this book I mean, it starts exists with, and works.
1: But it starts with a quote, literally from. Yeah,
0: it does. But it doesn't, that doesn't matter. Again, okay. if this book is for you, yeah. I think this book is for many people. Yeah. And many people are going to give it five stars. Yeah. Because it is a beautiful, dive uh, I don't want to say diversion because that, that even that's like like calling something a diversion is like is like diminishing it because it's sort of like all right that's a nice book to read now let's get back to the real stuff with like yeah. robots and spaceships no yeah. that's not what I mean to say like yeah. I very much enjoyed it however I'll uh, we'll put it this way I like, why am I thinking it's only three and a half stars when I got four stars worth of en- in- enjoyment out of it? I think it's because Don't know. because I-, I kind of want to knock it a star for it not giving me five stars worth of enjoyment and reading experience. But that's but not, I not shouldn't the book's that. fault. Is that's it? not the book's fault. No, that's not the book's fault. No. It, that's my fault for. Again, it's not even expectations because it didn't give me what I expected. Mm. It gave me something else, and I'm very happy with what it gave me. I'm just saying that, like, why didn't like I read through loads of other people's reviews, and there's just slews and slews and slews of five star reviews. Yeah. And I kind of resent the fact that I didn't have that same emotional reaction yes, to it. I understand. Like, I had this, yeah. oh, this is good, and this is interesting, and the writing is very nice, but it's it sort of it's like this perfect, like, I could call it like a perfect form star book where everything was like adequate and there was nothing that i didn't enjoy about it yeah but it it never punched me in the gut it never surprised me it never took me anywhere interesting beyond like oh imagine this and i'm like oh i'm imagining that you know and like (laughs) oh this person can't remember anything and he's slowly gonna get back his memories and i'm like oh that's that's cool i guess that he doesn't remember anything and he's slowly gonna get back his memories and then what's revealed i was like oh okay that wasn't like i wanted either to be like I wouldn't say darker or lighter. I don't know. Like yeah. I, 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 I just wanted it to push a little bit more towards any extreme. Like just take me somewhere even slightly uncomfortable, or slightly gritty, or sl- or even not no grittiness at all. Mm. Like I don't even know what I'm wanting, but like what this book gave me was. Uh, fine and but really really good but in the end it was like fine maybe maybe
1: unfortunately for this book yeah you read it too close to the hail mary project no
0: no no i'm not saying no i mean
1: amnesia kind of no no
0: no 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 another uh, put uh, uh, hail mary project is a book which i can now we can now put out of my brain and i never need to think about it again okay that book is pathetic and trivial compared to this book like this book against Hail Mary project mm. is like the masterwork of masterwork. Like it is like th- what Susanna Clarke has done here. Yeah. If this was her first novel, like nobody would be comparing it to her previous novel that she wrote like 16, 17 years ago. Or whatever. Yep. But it would be one of those books which everyone's like, oh, wow, this is great. This is but I don't think this book would be published in the same way because it's like too short. Like if this was yeah. your first novel, yeah. you couldn't be like, oh, here's my first novel. They'd be like, oh, that's great trim give it down and make it a novella, novella
1: or, or give us yeah, more
0: give, or give us something more and make it something like is this bigger. part of a series no but it kind of feels like part of a series because mm. again The Magician's Nephew is the setup to The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe mm-hmm. but it came out like 10, 15 years after I don't know I should look at the uh, so it came out way later to explain it and it feels like this could be the start of something but it's not satisfying in its own way in the same way that some of like you know whatever Star Wars prequels you're like mm. well but that I made have, any sense, sense. If, like, if you don't know who this main person is who's going to be mentioned here
1: but now i have a thought what's that um you said that people in their review on goodreads about this book yeah did mention the other book yes but
0: only to say oh it's not like that book
1: but also to speculate that this could take no place. they're
0: saying that it's as well so well written it could almost be like again nobody is connecting the worlds of these two books as far as me except for one throwaway comment in one just to say like oh it could almost be the same you know you know it's got the same sense of magic that so it kind of feels like the same kind of Mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. but anyway yeah like here it is 4.30 stars on goodreads as general reviews that is really highly rated when did it come out well, last year, I guess. Last year, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. September 2020. So yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. it's, it's being nominated for awards Recent, this year, yeah, which this means year. it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which came out in 2020. Of
1: and um, how many people reviewed it then? Thousands okay
0: that's like fifty-eight thousand ratings oh
1: wow yeah that's yeah, like um, a
0: lot of ratings yeah here you go um 80 friends of mine who reviewed it has got a 4.26 average and that's for, for any goodreads book that's a really really that's, high rating yeah again it's lots of people impressive who think that mr strange and jonathan no jonathan strange and mr norrell is one of the best fantasy books they've ever read and they're reading it four times I mean, that's literally what I, I looked at here Yeah. You know, people yeah. are really into that book
1: Oh, and I just see that. Jenny.
0: Yeah. No, is that Jenny? Yeah, Jenny from Reading Envy rated it three stars. Well, this is a strange read. A man explores and documents a world with what seems like endless halls, statues and only one human contact. The reader makes sense of it, as he does, As so there isn't much I could say that wouldn't spoil the experience. Yeah, that's why I've not actually gotten into the story or the yeah, world yeah, at all. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, I feel like I'm wavering between three and four stars. That's Jenny from Reading Envy. But yeah, lots of other people. Mikel rated it four stars, Olivier five, Margaret four, uh, Linguana five stars, Other Jenny, uh, oh, sorry, I going to say Other Jenny, Another Jenny uh, rated it five stars. Yeah, lots of people rating it five stars. Again, I think this book for many people Can will, just work. will be the best book that right. they've read yeah. uh, in the last year mm-hmm. or in the last 10 years, like whatever. I think for many people, they'll bounce off it hard and give it one star. Yeah. I don't think many people are like me who can like go into it and go, oh, this is like everything I want from the perfect a book recipe. like this. It's like a perfect recipe and then just be felt left in, like, huh, or cold, not even cold. Like I, I, I'm i not feeling cold about it. I'm like, why isn't this a five star book for me? So many other people are getting more out of this book. Yeah. And for me, I got through to the end and was like, all oh, right, OK, well, that happened, I guess.
1: OK, Ah, that's maybe not that I wanted more plot.
0: Like I could have even done with less plot. To be honest, the second half of the book is a bit too plot heavy for me. You know, that's that's kind of annoying. Like when it was just a guy exploring lots of caverns, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. And then the second half, when sort of like "Mm, let's get into these details and drama stuff, I was like, kind of enjoyed it when it was just a guy with amnesia find like tracking looking at statues
1: maybe you need actually to talk to another person that actually has read the book yeah but i'm just
0: saying like maybe that person is you do you want to read it
1: it, now it sounds like yes
0: okay well let's, let's do it
1: I think, like I, in the end, I actually want to read both of her bo- both both well, of these. We'll read books. this one first because it's only yes, it's, it,
0: This is only six hour yeah. audio and the other one. I need ones to make sure
1: I I actually audiobook. read all the books I want to read. It's too many books. Yeah, I can't. I there's so many books that I think. Oh yeah, I really want to read that, and then they just fall off yeah. because I have other things than to read, and more books come out that I'm, I'm going to read. It's hard.
0: The way I often people
1: write less books. I want I to I find, read all uh, the books
0: find the next book that I want to read is yeah. i 'll go over to um, my goodreads page and look at uh, my books I want to read i 've got fifty seven books here and I, then I, I probably
1: have hundreds yeah on there. I uh, know.
0: well I trim mine out like when, yeah. when i go i 'm never going to read that, I actually yeah. get rid of it so um uh so and then i uh, uh sort them by rating mm. not my rating but general rating yeah so the first one at the moment is uh is light chaser by peter f hamilton i don't know how that's got such a high rating of a book i don't even think it's out yet when does light chaser come out um oh yeah uh, August <laughs> August so, is here. yeah so it's, right. a, it's a pre- uh, It's a Peter F. Hamilton and Gareth L. Powell Gareth L. Powell did the, the Fleet of Knives books, which I kept on forgetting I, I know that I've read at least one maybe two of those books and I can't remember okay, okay. It's become a, a running joke between me and Tamahome he's sort of like oh I bet you can't believe Peter F. Hamilton's new book is coming out with Gareth L. Powell I'm like hey that was a perfectly good three star book which I have no memory of uh, then the next book is Network Effects Murderbot Diaries you know yes. that's the next highest reading and also The Black Sun by R- Rowan uh, Rebecca Rowan horse which i just mentioned at the start of yeah, this is, yeah. is pretty highly rented so i will go through and maybe uh tick off some of those books or just delete them um so uh yeah anyway this book was this book was uh, up there like you yeah, know when was, i was looking for the next book i was yeah. like that's one thing and also
1: to. we do have another book that we need to read
0: uh uh, the next book, or you, uh, did you already start it? Or no, is, uh, I,
1: I. Uh, so what happened after the Project Hail Mary book? Yeah. I didn't immediately have anything to go on, so I went and uh, just got myself the next Maisie Dobbs book. Oh right, and it's uh, still your, an ongoing series, so I was able to just uh, historic
0: crime books. Oh, no, is it Maisie Dobbs one? I thought she was in India
1: or something. No, 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 that's another one. uh, Yeah, she did 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 spend some time abroad and she did spend time in Malta and whatever. But now she's back in England. And I just enjoy reading English countryside uh, (laughs) women investigators. Solving uh, murders. uh, In the 20s and 30s. Yep. Uh, And now forties.
0: The next book, uh, the book that you're talking about, is "The Last Astronaut" by David Wellington. Yes, Uh, one of our Patreon supporters recommended that book to us. Thank you so much because they're supporting us at the twenty-five dollar. Uh, a month level they yeah. they, get a, they got to pick a book for us
1: thank you so much that is both really cool the support and also yeah. the recommendation
0: so yeah if you also want to support us in these lean times for us uh, here at the moment uh, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Luke Burridge again mostly set up I say this all the time mostly set up for, for jugglers to support juggling projects and videos and fight night combat and vlogging and yeah uh, um video essays and all this other kind of stuff that i'm working on but also um yeah also uh for you for sfbrp listeners are getting in on the act so thank you very much for that really really great um that's it your watch went off do you need to should we wrap up this podcast yeah Let's but finish let,
1: it let, so your rating now oh
0: oh i thought i'd already done it four stars okay but kind of like a low four stars. I know that doesn't make sense. Because, because it, it's, exactly it's like because a conflicted not, four stars.
1: You have not definitely put it down to rating yet. This is why I'm asking. Oh No, I thought I had. That's no, why you when said, I said like, oh, 3.5, but maybe four, but not okay. four. but mm. Let's give it
0: four stars because lots of stuff in this, again, could have been Luke's favourite book of all time, isn't. And Luke is a bit miffed of that, but it's still very good.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah, four stars. Didn't have like a that.
0: strong. I didn't. I wanted to be crying, like I at the start of the book with that dreamlike nature, and, and yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, they're doing, they're doing uh, flowers to Algernon, and they're doing all. all I was thinking, oh, by the end of this, there's going to be a revelation, and I'm going to be in tears, and it's going to move me to tears. And by the end of the book, I was like, well, that was a story and I'm like and I'm really pissed off that like, in the end I just got like a, with yourself I just no I'm kind of annoyed with the book like you like I, my neck was in the noose my, my head was on the chopping block like my neck was ex- whatever your uh, emotions like, let's I'm, say I'm, your I'm, emotions i in squinter. the foreign, whatever kind of like slay me dead with my emotional reaction to your work because I was reading it and I'm like Susanna Clark, you can just bring down the hammer I have got so many mixed up metaphors in this case yeah. but just nail me with it knock me out with it, like, and it never happened. And Aww. then I read other people's reviews, and they seem to be fine with never having that knockout blow. They're just yeah. sort of like, "Oh, it was really good," and I was really happy by the end. Or somebody else was like, "Oh, it was a bit like this at the end." And other people like, oh, like this, and I'm like, "I wanted to feel something more." And I, and I know, I don't know, just like. I want uh, my definition of art or great art is something that reels me and hooks me and engages me either en- intellectually yes. or emotionally yeah. or just entertainingly, or like or, or both, or like, everything, like but a, con- but a combination of a book that challenges me intellectually and emotionally and is a- also like entertainment wise it like challenges me to do that yeah those are the books that become five star books Yes, true and this book in the end didn't challenge me intellectually and it didn't challenge me emotionally and enough. it was only yeah. and it was only okay entertainment wise mm. and it felt like if, if it kicked into gear with any of those things like mm. if it had an emo- emotional punch at the end i'd be like good enough five stars or if it had an intellectual journey or something more which made me think and like got me like Mm. got me really thinking about something five stars or if the story had been way way better Mm. and i hadn't and i had never heard of narnia or it wasn't that it wasn't a fawn on the cover or the epigraph didn't open with a narnia quote Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, or, or, let, or let me discover that more rather than front-loading it in the yeah. book with yeah. the, but the cover and mm-hmm. the, uh, like the artwork and the open, like the, the epigraph of it. Don't do that. Let me get there a little bit more and just have a better story. Five stars, but it never reached those heights in any way. Yeah, And that's why four, four stars. stars. And it felt like, I, I know, it, it feels like Susanna Clarke is a good enough writer to have achieved any of those things. And she didn't. Maybe was, she
1: did with her first book. This is why people maybe. wanted to read it. I'm
0: not going to read um, a 900-page novel about a, um, a you know urban fantasy story set in 19th-century London or whatever it is. That, that's not oh, my. I part. would. I, yeah, you that do. That
1: totally sounds like my anyway, alley.
0: That's it. Four right. stars. Good. And I and it's annoying me that I'm so disappointed with the book and yet still giving it four stars do you understand what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, that's that's
1: why I wanted totally. to give it three and a
0: half stars because I'm like it's only a four star book and it felt like it could have been a five star book but again I'm I have to re- I have to do the credit in, yeah I'm giving it credit but I have to also give these reviews from a from my subjective um thing. Absolutely. so hopefully I've communicated that with you and yes. and I haven't talked about the characters or the story or no, the setting I still beyond have the no blurb idea. in the book. So yes. uh, hopefully uh, that's that's a good one. All right, that's it from us. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Luke Bowage. You can follow Juliana on Twitter. She's at J-U-K-U Berlin. Yes. I'm also on Instagram. I yes. have a, I have a second Instagram account called Not Juggling Luke, but I think I'm going to knock that on the head because it's annoying to have two different places. So everything I think is now just going to go on to you Luke You became
1: a a content now a, a content uh, a social media content creator oh, it's just
0: annoying to switch <laughs> between them. I thought oh, I'll do like family stuff and non-juggling stuff and food, and, uh, food photos um, and stuff <laughs> and I'll do that over there mm. so and then so like non-jugglers and other things don't get that Um but they uh, are
1: interested in you as a yeah, person as but also as well. jugglers
0: don't have to do that so it turns out I think if it's got Luke Burridge it doesn't have to be juggling it doesn't have to be science fiction book review podcast it can it doesn't just have to be, be family. you it can just be me with all your facets yep it can just do that and then there's only one place for me to check so i'm not checking family stuff over there and then back over here for juggling stuff yeah anyway so uh that experiment is over what's this one hour 15 minutes no less than an hour let's wrap it up there sounds good Uh, thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time
1: goodbye